0: Welcome to Journey Partners. I'm Mark Connolly.
1: And I'm Tonya Gaggiuso. This podcast is for those of you who are curious for change, want more happiness in your life, and want out of your self-sabotage cycle.
0: We want to share our stories with you so that you see you're not alone in your struggles.
1: By chance, Mark and I met years ago. We became close friends, and before we knew it, we created a safe space for each other.
0: And that's what we want to do for you. Because for all of us, when we feel that we're in a safe space, that's when we can explore what's at the root of our struggles, and that can lead to overcoming obstacles.
1: So get ready to step into our safe space, where you'll find so many ways to grow into your true self.
0: And become the best version of you. Hello, and welcome to Episode 5 of Journey Partners with Mark and Tonya, The Butterfly Effect.
1: Yes, so excited for this one. We are finally in the light and in our joy. So today, we're going to identify the four stages of the butterfly, unbeknownst to us, which was Episodes 1 through 4, which leads us to becoming the butterfly.
0: So... Which stage are you at? The first one is the egg stage. And this is where you get to identify and when you usually acknowledge that something in your life Mm -hmm. needs to change. But you're ready for that change because you're a little bit unhappy with your life.
1: Yeah, which leads you on to stage two, the lava stage. And you start exploring ways in which you can change. Mm -hmm. You decide to do something that makes you happy learning a new skill like meditating or drawing or maybe even retraining in something that you enjoyed. Then
0: the third stage is the cocoon stage. You're doing the work. You're doing it and you are dedicated to your new practice, whatever that may be. It's become your new favorite habit.
1: Catch yourself on the back for that. New habits (laughs) are hard to create, which then leads you down to stage number four the birth stage. You're breaking out of the cocoon and you are traveling through the dark canal to your rebirth. But before, you have that dark night of the soul because (laughs) it is the dying of your old self so that you could rebirth and transform to be the butterfly.
0: And that would be Stage five. Yep, stage five. (laughs) So you've leveled up and you are loving the new high vibe version 2.0 version of yourself. But the people around you, hmm, maybe not so much. Uh, They like the old you. And so you might encounter a little or a lot of pushback. People may want to kind of swat you down now that you've got some new wings. So you really have to constantly challenge yourself to stay in your high vibe.
1: That's the fun part. People will be challenged by you feeling good. And not being pulled down to their level is the name of the game at this stage. To not allow their triggers to pull you back down. Well, give me an example. Well, it could show up as... You're a vegan, and your friends want to go out to eat, and you have to convince them that you want to go to a vegan-friendly restaurant.
0: Yeah, it's tricky, that one, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Um, Ah, another one that we're um, both familiar with. You stop drinking. You end up paying for everyone else's drinks when you've just been drinking sparkling water. (laughs) And your mates get shit-faced, And then they say, you're no fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's always a joyful experience. Oh, how about you lose some weight? And people don't know how to react to the new you.
0: True, that I know. Um, But when you choose, and I love this one, Mm -hmm. to stop bitching and gossiping as a source of conversation, and your friends now tell you you're boring.
1: How amazing. And so, really, what we are saying to do, or the real, shift in perspective is to become the observer you witness without judgment and this is how you move forward and stay in your light if you will in your high vibe in your 2.0 version even though the people around you might need to put some sunglasses on (laughs) so they can deal with your light
0: (laughs) well look it's like it's like getting a new pair of shoes in this case Mine would be a new pair of Louboutins and Sugar. they're pointy-toed <laughs> and they're high-heeled and they're shiny and patent and you put them on and oof, it's difficult to walk and they hurt and y- you have to slap a Band-Aid on because you know that they make you look fabulous and feel fabulous. So you just got to get used to it. You've just got to shine that light, your light.
1: You've done the work. But it's not always easy to step into your light. Mm -mm. And it may feel easier to back down. Yeah, I mean, peer
0: pressure is super
1: hard. Sure is, but it is time to take a stand. True that. I remember this happening for you, Mark, so succinctly. (laughs) We uh, went to an event where it was a book launch of a former fashion worker who wrote the book Unplugged. And we were walking around in your old-fashioned world, and you were introducing yourself, and I heard you introducing yourself as your old former job. Well, yeah, it it was, was,
0: I mean, it was a fashion crowd, you know, mm -hmm. most of them knew me, some didn't, and yeah, I said, former, you know, style director of Condé Nast Traveller, as you do.
1: Correct. And so, there was a moment where we were on the side, sipping on our champagne, and I just mentioned to you how I was just noticing how you were introducing yourself and invited you to just take on maybe saying that you are an Aroma Reiki therapist. And maybe when the next time you go to something, you might want to just start stepping into and introducing yourself as who you currently are because you worked so hard at doing that. And I think the greatest moment, and it was like a proud mama moment, I didn't think you were going to do it right away. You turned around to the next person and you were like, hello, I'm Mark Connelly, Aroma Reiki therapist. And I was like, blown away that you just took that feedback. And in the next moment, you turned it around and stepped into that.
0: Well, it dropped in and made sense. I mean, it was really like that kind of a moment. And I, I knew I had to. So... I put on my new Louboutins (laughs) and and walked around that room like I owned it and I called myself a healer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the beautiful thing about doing that is once you start stepping into the new title and the new way being, more possibilities and opportunities for this line of work start to happen, which then led to the next as you will, coming out moment for you (laughs) as a healer. Yeah,
0: really. I mean, I have called it my big coming out moment before. And um, I was very lucky that um, a girlfriend of mine was a fashion PR director for the bag company MZ Wallace, who have a huge and beautiful showroom and store in Soho. New York. And uh, they were doing a a summer of wellness where uh, once a month they opened up their store in the evening to all of their key customers and presented some kind of, of, had some kind of wellness Mm -hmm. program. And Sarah said to me, so August, you've got the store from six to nine, it'll be empty. What are you going to do? And I had no clue. I remember. What, <laughs> what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd only just taken little inroads and tiptoes into acknowledging that I was um, an Aroma Reiki healer, but not many people knew about it. And so to be given this platform and this showcase was both amazing and powerful, but <gasps> threatening and alarming.
1: Yeah, but it was an amazing, amazing event. And you set up a whole five senses event where people would walk in and you whisk them away with the aromatherapy and your Reiki. Yeah, it
0: was full on immersive. I took them around the world using um, different fragrances and tablescapes and landscapes and took them from one destination to another as I had been during my time at Condé Nast Traveler and we had flavored waters and then we had some mini Reiki sessions going on in the back. Mm -hmm. And um, you were the magician's assistant with me. So we've got the Reiki going on the back, party in the front. And do you remember we were worried about um, this whole fashion crew not signing up
1: Mm -hmm. for a
0: 15-minute session. How long were we
1: there? Yeah, we were there for an hour longer because so many people had signed up for the Reiki sessions. And I just remember how frightened you were to step into this arena and not knowing, you know, how you were going to present this to everyone. But yet this event and the four journeys you chose to take them on became the cornerstone of your seven door journeys that you now currently have. And so it is always stepping fearlessly into, well, there's no such thing as fearless, but courageously stepping into it then brings forward so much more. And yes, we were there an hour, maybe an hour and a half longer because there was such a demand for the reggae.
0: Well, the, the other thing, the other major thing that happened that night was, um, so it was full of my old-fashioned crowds. So I'm coming out as a healer to my old crowd. But there was um, a high-powered journalist from Women's Wear Daily, the fashion Bible there. And because she was there at this event, she gave me two separate... Full page stories, not celebrating my 30 <laughs> years in the fashion industry, but as an aroma reiki healer, and another story about how I actually transitioned, mm-hmm. and that only happened because I stepped into my light.
1: Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really when you know that you're onto something. When I call it spirit universe, whatever you want to call sacrednessity, is when you start to, like you said, 30 years you never got a piece. You just started doing this and now you got your spread. And I feel like that's when you know you are on the right path. And I just love the story so much too, because it was also for me this sort of coming out and doing Reiki at an event and you asking me to be the magical assistant for you. But I was so intimidated to come and do this because it was a fashion crowd. And for me, this isn't a crowd that I'm used to being around. It's a tough crowd. It is a tough crowd, but I did it because I did it for you. So it wasn't that hard to step into it. But... It did leave me to, you know, when we went to SAG Harbor, you were doing... uh, uh,
0: Oh, the residency. The residency.
1: Thank you for them in doing your Aroma Reiki therapy. And I decided to come down with you. You invited me to come. And this was my opportunity to start introducing myself as the financial intuitive. No longer being just a bookkeeper, but this is when I stepped into combining my the practical side of money and the magical side of money. And I remember you invited um, me out that night and we were there out to eat. And your friend Christiana, who's a psychic medium, she turns around and asks me, so what is it that you do? And I felt a turn in my stomach. And I was like, I'm a financial intuitive. Oh, I was so proud of you at that moment. <laughs> and I knew there was something really important about me not shying away from this moment. And even more so because she was a medium and in this world. And I don't want to admit it, but there was a little bit after I let it out, like I wanted to put it back in, like I was a fraud for a moment. But she responded like, oh my God, that's so amazing. What is it that you do? And I started to talk about, you know, the emotions that come around money and talking with people about all of that. And it just... I was like, oh, God, I was making such a big deal about it. But then it just became a natural thing and so accepted. And it was just coming out and learning how to own my magnificence. But you shone
0: that that evening. I mean, once you started talking about it and got into your groove as the money whisperer, yeah. um, it, it just all came flooding in and out and it was easy to see. So,
1: yeah. But it is. It's stepping into these moments of really being uncomfortable with the light and that's part of this butterfly effect. Like just because you made it through all of the stages, it doesn't mean that it's going to come natural. It's a constant practicing of it. And that's what I love that you did for me. And you also then came up with the name, The Money Whisperer that I use all the time now because there is this sort of whispering of money that I do have.
0: So tell me, what was your biggie? Your big- uh,
1: I did have, <laughs> and so like the biggest one that I had, my biggest say yes moment was actually happened two years ago when I decided to really own my voice by saying yes, to writing my book, Permission to Be Rich. Which, it's out on
0: Amazon right now, folks. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. And it is the five steps to transform the relationship to money. And it has come out, but I remember saying yes to that was just a really big into, oh, I'm I'm stepping into something, a, a totally new arena. And it was what I call the magic elixir of scary and exciting at the same time. And it was Alchemy. just to Exactly. And so that's what it is. It's like constantly saying yes even though it could feel a little terrifying.
0: So congratulations on the birth of a new you and on making it through the four stages of the butterfly, lava to chrysalis. And here's to showing off your new wings.
1: And now it's all about being comfortable with these new wings that you have. And so it's all about practice being seen, celebrating yourself, and owning your greatness unapologetically.
0: Oh, I love that word. So you might do this by getting dressed up for no other bloody reason (laughs) other than because it feels good.
1: Yeah, it's celebrating yourself that you are taking those yoga classes that you always wanted to. And you may want
0: to pat yourself on the back for finally going to therapy.
1: Or saying no to something that you really don't want to do.
0: Here's to that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I suppose you could say that, as I mentioned before, it's almost a bit like showing off.
1: Yeah, definitely is. And it is doing things that feel good and not caring about the opinions of others, which, as you said, could be labeled as showing off. So your mission, if you choose to accept it this week is to put yourself out there. I want you to think about a major accomplishment or something that you are proud of. Then go and share it with someone else. May that be a friend, a family member, or even on social media. Just as long as it is not silently to yourself. And as always, we're not gonna leave you alone in doing this. Mr. Connolly is gonna lead you in a meditation for you to discover your new found wings to help you with this.
0: So welcome to the Butterfly Effect mm. Meditation. I'd like you to sit up straight with a straight spine, shoulders relaxed and pulled back, and if you can, put your feet on the floor. And place your hands on your knees with your palms turned upwards. And now, do three deep breaths inhales and exhales inhale through the mouth through the nose exhale mouth and two more and carry on with your relaxed breathing in through the nose exhale mouth and imagine that there is a golden light pouring into your crown and using your breath, I would like you to guide that golden light down the back of your skull to the base of the skull, filling up your skull with this exquisite, energetic, vibrating, golden light light and with your next inhale and exhale start to guide that golden light down the spine vertebrae by vertebrae gently use the breath to guide the light down the spine as you light up each vertebrae with that rich pulsating golden light and guide that light down to the base of the spine and take a deep inhale and feel the power and the energy of having your entire backbone lit up. And now with the next inhale, hold the breath and feel yourself pushing that light into the rest of your body while you exhale. And feel the powerful vibrations of that golden light pulsating all the way through your body making you sit up straight as if there is an invisible string, pulling your head and your spine up from the crown and pulling your shoulders back. And now with your next inhale, feel that golden light under your shoulder blades. And as that light traces around your shoulder blades, feel your wings unfurling from your shoulders, from the spine. They can be big wings, small wings. There can be multiple wings. Whatever you see and whatever you feel is fine. And as they unfurl and grow... I want you to paint those wings however you want. Rainbow colors, pastels, modern art, graffiti, glitter. Whatever feels good to you. Move your wings. Move your shoulders, get used to these wings. And now with a deep inhale, take off, fly with your wings, look down at yourself, see how much you're glowing in that golden light, and say to yourself, I am standing in my divine magnificent, sovereign light. And feel yourself glowing. Feel yourself flowing. Feel yourself flying. And now, with your next inhale, pull those wings back into your body. Open your eyes, exhale, and you're back in the room.
1: Mm-mm. Thank you, Mark, for taking us on that beautiful flight. And thank you all for joining us for this episode. And join us next episode for... Number six, the never-ending journey.
0: Wait, what do you mean by that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out. Namaste, Namaste, bitches.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey Partners, where we hope that our stories and conversations are helping you on your own journey of growth.
1: And leading to a life of joy.
0: I'm Mark Connolly, and if you'd like to learn more about me and my work, You can go to my website, markconnellyalchemy.com and follow me on Instagram at Mark Reiki.
1: And I'm Tonya Gajuso. And if you'd like to learn more about me and the work that I do, you can go to my website, TonyaG.com and follow me on Instagram at Tonya.G1.
0: Peace out, partners.
1: And see you next episode.